The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. From the studios of The Shepherd Radio Network, it's Afternoons with Mike. This next hour is all about our walk with Jesus with local pastors, newsmakers, people who are making a difference for the gospel. Now, here is your host, Mike Gilland. Welcome back to Afternoons with Mike. And sitting in the studio with me today, couldn't be happier to see my friend Tim Kaufman. Tim is a singer extraordinaire for many years on the road. He has sung in churches and would have been the platform singer for the likes of Charles Stanley. My goodness, it's so great to have him back. He's a featured singer in the upcoming production that's now just a week away. It is called Christmas Is at Calvary Orlando. I welcome back Tim Kaufman. Welcome, my friend. Thanks, Mike. Great to be back, as always. Well, you've been on my program now for a couple of years, and I remember the first time you came... I, uh, you're one of the people, one of the many people I met through the Christian chamber uh-huh. and you were there that day and I had no idea. I mean, I meet so many cool people, but I had no idea that you have uh, been the, had the pedigree of singing that you've had, but man, uh, it didn't take me long to catch up. <laughs> so, well, it's, it's been a great run. Uh, you know, I just had my 69th birthday. I marvel that I started singing when I was 15, started uh, itinerant ministry with Jack Wurtson and the Word of Life Ministries in uh, 1974 when I was 20. Yeah, that's a big name in music too right there. Oh yeah, Don Wurtson, his yeah. son, was yeah. for years with Singspiration, John W. Peterson. They sure. co-wrote many musicals. And... You see that name written on songbooks all over the yep. place. Yep, and, uh, and Don is now uh, teaching in seminary. And uh, he's continuing his legacy. Uh, so the Wurtson name uh, lives on in, in that realm. Well, give uh, us the rest of the biographical sketch of your years <coughs> of where you actually served. So uh, I spent five years with Ward of Life and uh, four years in the States, one year in Portugal, and uh, helped to launch the music ministry in Portugal with Larry Ballback, whose father was Harry Ballback. Uh, he's best known for the song Ring the Bells. Oh, my goodness. And, yeah. And he wrote that in Brazil, in Portuguese originally, and translated it into English because he was a missionary for 20 years in Brazil, and that's where Larry grew up. And I was playing baseball at Cedarville. Larry was playing soccer. We got to know each other uh, through the Yellow Jacket Club and um, uh, became good friends. And he got me to Word of Life, and that's how all that started. Then... After Word of Life, I just um, uh, knew that things were coming to a wrap. And in um, August of 79, I went to work for a church in Maryland, Riverdale Baptist Church. And the day I arrived, uh, there was a big water skiing party for the college and career age young people. And my wife happened to be at that um, the lady who would become my wife oh, I happened see, to yeah. be at that uh, water skiing party. <laughs> and the pastor that? threw me the keys to his boat and said, Tim, can you take Alicia three miles down the river to uh, pick up her brother? And I thought, man, I get to drive the boat. Heck yeah, I'm going to take that thing. <laughs> well, then we start driving down the uh, South River in Annapolis, and I'm looking over and I'm saying, wow, she's really cute. And... Um, we uh, fast forward, we married in 81, 
and then went on the road full time in 82 and she became my sound man. Oh my goodness. And she, uh, she did a great job. I showed her a few things and she had a great ear. And then the kids started coming along in 85. Uh, we had our twin daughters and, um, that's the year that I started singing with Charles Stanley and right. becoming a regular guest uh, of his. Uh, 1989, we moved to Florida, and we knew that uh, we were supposed to move. We didn't know where, so we prayed about a number of landing spots. And uh, Now, before you moved to Florida, <clears throat> during the Charles Stanley period, you actually lived in Atlanta then? No, right? no, no. We lived, uh, we just, we still lived in Maryland. I would commute to Atlanta and oh I was only goodness. there I would be there about three or four Sundays a year but I would always do two songs in the first service two different songs in the second service so, so they would have four in the can yeah and it looked like I was there a whole lot more than I, I really was so you were still commuting then. so I was you know uh, still itinerant still traveling uh, all over but my wife had always wanted to live in Florida, and I said, absolutely not. We are here. I've got Dulles Airport, National Airport, uh, Baltimore Airport, the I-70s here. Um, you know, I, we can get anywhere in the Northeast uh, in less than a day, and all the churches, all the population mm -hmm. in that Boston-Washington corridor. So I just was, I wasn't open to it. Well, we kept praying about, Lord, where do you want us? Where do you want us? I was thinking Philadelphia. I was thinking... You're wanting to stay in that area. I was wanting to stay in yeah. that area just because it made sense. And um, so uh, Pat Williams and his wife gave us their condo for four days in New Smyrna Beach in the summer of 88. We had a teenager... And that's about the time the Magic are launching yep. down here. Yep, the Magic yeah. were launching. Uh, Pat was down here... Uh, launching uh, the the magic, and uh, so we were on the beach. We had a teenager traveling with us to watch our three year old twins, and it's just Alicia and me on the beach. And she, I, I'm saying, I'm laying on the beach, and I'm saying, "Oh man, this is great. This is up at New Smyrna. I can take this. I can <laughs> love. This is amazing." Yeah. And she leans over and says, "You know, you're traveling." to all of your places now by airplane. And I hear Orlando has a wonderful airport. And I looked at her and I said, okay, let's pray about it. We prayed about it. We put our house on the market. It sold in 24 hours. Wow. We had to rent back for three months to make the transition. And we came down here in 89 and we haven't looked back ever since. Uh, that's You got here just a few years after we did. Mm -hmm. We moved down from Indiana in 85. So we lived here in Orlando from 85 to 02. In 02, went to Gainesville. Gainesville back down here in 19, 17 oh, wow. years later. So we're back. We love it. It's, um, it's just an incredible area. Central Florida, you know, it's one of those delightful places to live. And in this culture, Tim, we're living in the free state of Florida. We I are mean, living you know. in the free state of Florida. <laughs> And uh, I can understand as a fellow Hoosier why you would move from uh, the great Hoosier state of Indiana. I looked uh, on the uh, weather app the other day, and it was 13 degrees, yeah. and we were suffering with 60. Yeah, you know, um, 
You know, God's frozen chosen. A lot of people like to stay up in that part of the world. I know. Yeah, I like it down here better. Uh, any day. Yeah, it's great. Well, that's great. Now, that detail about your flying in for Charles Stanley, that was interesting. I did not know that, but I know that you can fill it up, my man, with singing, and I can see why they wanted to grab as many uh, songs that uh, you, you could do, and they use those on his TV program, obviously. And that um, that experience that you got, you've used the word uh, itinerant. Now, you, we normally think of the word itinerant preacher, mm-hmm. but singers were itinerant as well. And making a living and doing what you did is, it sounds all fun and glamorous, but we both know that there, there's some uh, faith involved. There's, when, a, there's a lot of faith involved because if you get a sore throat, you cancel. And uh, literally, if you don't sing, you don't eat. And so um, I was averaging probably from 85 to almost 2,000, about 150, uh, uh, call them gigs, because a lot mm-hmm. of them were speaking. I, I do a lot of uh, teaching workshops, seminars for men. Uh, Alicia and I have a, a couples workshop, a marriage workshop. Um, so there you're was, a double threat then, man. Well, we were, uh, <laughs> we, you know, I tell people that, uh, my ministry gift is singing. My spiritual gift is teaching. And so I've always used Colossians 3.16 as a template for what I feel I've been called to do. Uh, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with all grace right in your hearts to the Lord. That's yeah. been our template ever since 82. Wow. So, um, so yeah, uh, itinerant. Um, but in 2004... Um, it, uh, church music had changed so much. I had become a dinosaur. Churches, uh, had jettisoned the midweek service. Now they were jettisoning the, jettisoning the Sunday night service. Yeah. yeah a lot of so churches did. I had to reinvent and I created what I call a church music consultant where I would go in and be the, uh, interim, uh, minister of music. And I would also help them to transition. And my goal was to work myself out of a job to help them restructure, uh, go from uh, traditional to blended or traditional to contemporary without splitting their church. Mm -hmm. Now, that was quite a transition for a lot of churches. Mm -hmm. And not every church went into that transition, you know, excitedly. There were a lot of churches with a lot of people sitting in the pews that weren't really all that thrilled about the advent uh, and even to this day, there are yep. still issues with a lot of churches yes. not liking. Uh, I even heard yesterday a good friend told me that, well, what I really like and wish we could go back to are singing from the hymns, yeah, the hymn books. You know, I've been in Psalms for about the last two or three weeks, and I'm just amazed at the number of times that I read, sing unto the Lord a new song. Mm-hmm. And people forget that once upon a time, the old songs were new. That's right. And so, um, yes, I love the old songs done in a new way, and I also love some of the new songs done in an older way. And my personal philosophy, and That's not, well every, said. not everyone agrees with this, but my personal philosophy is that church music should be blended because the church is blended. We are not a Gen Z church. We are not a... A boomer church, we're not a Gen X church. You've got everybody and everything from A to Z. And so I believe that you should sing new songs with old songs. 
that you should pepper it all the way through and just uh, and and construct a worship service not based on what's the latest coolest song that we can sing, but what is the song that will lend itself to the preaching of the word and the theme of the day. Mm-hmm. And so that's how you construct a worship service. And I'm looking forward to actually getting back in the saddle again. Well, and you're doing that. We'll, we'll uh, talk about that a little bit later on. But uh, I've uh, just had in the studio just this morning to record a program with me, Art Alley, our great mutual friend. Yes. Uh, Art, I love the man. He's uh, heart after God right mm-hmm. there. And uh, his church, which is Liberty Church, which is the home of Paul Blair, uh, and the teaching that comes right here on The Shepherd is all from that church up on Maitland Avenue. Yes, and um, I will begin there as their interim worship leader starting the first Sunday of December. Wow, that is exciting. Oh, my goodness. Well, again, we'll talk more about that. Uh, you're a part, you're one of the featured voices and characters, I might add, not just singing, but you guys also do some fun little acting as well in this big production that is coming on the 3rd of December at Calvary Orlando. It's called Christmas Is, put on by Thurlow and Kathy Spur. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that you've been up here before talking about that. Uh, we recently heard you sing at the chamber meeting, this last one, and that was a lot of fun as well. And uh, the song that you've got queued up here, tell us, it's, it's called Welcome. So tell us uh, what's the setup, and we're going to hear it. Well, it's actually the opening song of the second act. In the first act, we kind of do all season uh, Christmas music, traditional uh, Christmas music. There's no uh, cast or characters. Um, uh, we're actually going to be in tuxes. Mm-hmm. and Like uh, a variety show then. Yeah, kind of like mm-hmm. a variety show. Then the second act is the gospel, and it's set uh, in Bethlehem, and it's a reunion maybe two or three years after the ascension of Christ, and it's a reunion of a lot of the people who were there the night of uh, the birth of Christ. And they all get together, and it's a uh, a reminiscence time. And the opening act actually features your daughter and son-in-law, who I did not meet until last night. Uh, I've been singing, rehearsing with Stephanie, but uh, Chris showed up yeah, last Chris night. Yeah, Chris Jesse. Mm-hmm. And man, is he not only a good singer, he's a good actor. Yeah. And um, I'm actually getting very excited based upon what went down in our rehearsal last night. I'm very excited about this uh, this year's Christmas is. So this is the opening song that's going to feature Chris. And um, so it's not his voice on this track. It's from a past performance, but this is the song that is doing. the opening. Well, you know, he's my son-in-law, so I'm excited to see him doing this. Yes. And so this is Christmas is, as Tim just told us, the opening song from act number two, And it sounds just like this. Unfortunately, due to internet licensing restrictions, we're not able to play this song. Oh my goodness, how much fun is that? It is a blast, and there is a lot of movement. And if you can imagine, Mike, this Baptist kid is actually doing choreography. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's uh, I, that's worth the price of a ticket right here to see this. <laughs> this so you're in costume, you're doing dancing and singing, and obviously the, just even listening to that track, it kind of gives the flavor of how much fun uh, when you add all of those components together, the gospel, but yet 
packaged in a way with this outstanding music. Anything that Thurlow Spurs ever been a part of, it's going to be high quality, big band sound with all of the music, all of the horns, and then those voices. Wow. There's going to be over 175 people on stage. Wow. And, you know, just a quick word about Christmas is we've only got a moment now before we take a break. But it's something, as Thurlow told us before, from the moment you get out of the parking lot there at Calvary, you're going to be hearing things, be a part of the thing. So you'll hear music outside yep. the church building. You get inside. They've got Walter Rodriguez, a guitar player who I've had on my show. Oh, my goodness. He's amazing. Yeah. He's a YouTube sensation. He'll be playing his classical guitar style, finger style. Then you've got the carolers. You've got a petting zoo. For all the kids. For and all they the kids. love that. Oh, great. This is quite an event. And we'll have the details a little bit later on in the program about how you can get tickets. But I know, I know the website, as I recall, is christmasis.org. I think it's U.S. I think Christmas it's not is U.S. Yes. Should have checked that before uh, I think we that's recorded. it. I think I'm safe on that. Yeah. And um, we've got Tim Kaufman here in the studio with me. We'll be back with Tim in a moment. More music as well on the way. Don't go away. This is Afternoons with Mike. EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat serves all your comfort needs. With over 40 years experience, EC Waters is a top trained comfort specialist, earning customers for life with integrity. Call 407-603-9144 or visit ecwaters.com. Here with me in the studio is Tim Kaufman. Tim is a singer and part of this big production called Christmas Is. It's going to be presented in two performances at 1 p.m. and at 5 p.m. on the 3rd of December at Calvary Orlando. That's uh, for many people that's been around a long time. They know that is Calvary Assembly. But Calvary Orlando is the spot, the venue for this, something for everybody. And you've got to get tickets to my, my wife and I. We bought our tickets for this in July. Oh, wow. So we're, we wanted to be kind of more up close and have some seats. Because again, as you mentioned in segment one, my daughter it was singing in it. We knew back then. We did not know back then that my son-in-law was going to be added to the cast, if you will. So what fun for Stephanie uh, you know, when Thurlow and Kathy talked to her about it, uh, Stephanie's first thought was, I, I don't know that he'd be able to do that. I mean, he's he's the lead pastor at Metro Life Church. Um, I'm not sure that he, and, and she was shocked to find that, that he goes, that sounds like fun. Yes. <laughs> he, and he was having fun last night in yeah. rehearsal. I mean, he, he got into it. Uh, we had to make some adjustments, some coaching, and Kathy Spurs said, could you do this instead of this? And he ran with it and just exceeded all, all of us were just kind of looking at each other, kind of bobbing back and forth uh, and nodding our heads like, oh, this is going to be fun. That is so cool. Because if well, he was doing that with no audience, yeah. you know, you know how the audience brings brings yeah. it out uh, in, in performers. And uh, I can hardly wait until that that Saturday, 1 p.m. when the curtain goes up and just to see... Uh, see Chris do his thing. Uh, it's going to be fun. Well, you know, you do two performances. We're <laughs> set to go to the second one. And, you know, I know how that is on services when I've had multiple services mm -hmm. in one day. And I've uh, been a sound man for countless productions where you have multiple, a, a matinee and then the evening 
Uh, but I know that both of those are going to be so special. The first one is always extra fun, I think, because you're uh, you're, you're kind of getting the the little butterflies out and mm-hmm. all of the stuff you're, that you hoped would work. You find out if it does work. And then you have a chance to perfect that for the last performance. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun for you. And for those that don't know Chris the way we do, uh, he is just one of the more talented people around. He has got this personality that's big as life itself. And he's always been able to command an entire room wherever we are. And he's the kind of guy that can just be funny in any circumstance. So he can stand up in a movie theater and have the entire crowd uh, eating out of his hand in no time flat. I mean, that's just him. And believe me, when I say that, I'm not saying that out of the air. He's done that before. I'm sure he has. (laughs) And you would have seen that from last night. But they are uber professional singers. And, you know, when I... um, uh, I, I often refer to him now because he comes up. He was Metro's worship leader for a number of years, and now he's the lead pastor at mm. Metro. But uh, he'll come up at the end of the services and still sing. So I call him the singing pastor. Good for him. Yeah, that's what he does, and it's great. Okay, you've got another song. We want to jump into that, and let's put that on. Tell us this one. This is uh, another From Christmas Is, what is this song all about? So this is also in the second act. There's an evolution that's taking place where uh, having this reunion uh, and people are coming and they're checking in to the inn that Jesus was turned away, that Mary and Joseph were turned away. And so uh, there's a little exchange between uh, Chris and Stephanie as he is Ishmael, and I forget her a stage name, but they had this exchange and she rebukes him and says, uh, and next and tonight, don't put anybody in the barn. And so there's this little give and take and this little play on that. And now we have moved uh, through the life of Jesus. We've seen the disciples and we are nearing the crucifixion. And there's a prayer that's offered in song, and these are borrowed from the Brooklyn Tabernacle Tabernacle Choir repertoire, Mm -hmm. and it's a combination of uh, sanctuary and total praise. And I love being a part of this choir to offer this as praise, and it's such a strong song that we actually worship in rehearsal. Oh, that's great. I love it. Well, here it is. Christmas is Sanctuary. Unfortunately, due to internet licensing restrictions, we're not able to play this song. Oh my goodness, that is anointed, man. That is just, I can see right now, people are going to be jumping up to their feet, right? That'll make a Presbyterian shout. (laughs) I love it, man. This coming from the the Baptist boy that you are, that is awesome. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That is going to be a thrilling moment. And, you know, when you add this dynamic thing of beautiful music and amazingly talented singers... And you put them into a context where you're singing the truth about the gospel of Jesus. That's an award-winning threesome right there, my friend. Well, I want to say a quick word about the two uh, orchestra leaders. Uh, Jerry Nelson at the piano uh, is the primary arranger for a lot of this, but his sidekick is Terry Winch, who used to be the um, uh, orchestra director at First Baptist Orlando. Terry has done orchestrations for past Super Bowls 
yes. in uh, Los Angeles. Well known. Very well known. And Terry is just, uh, he's, he, and, and he's so humble. He's just, and so is Jerry. These guys are just, they've got more talent in their little fingers than most people. And they just love God. And they do everything they do with excellence. And I mean, Jerry can play the piano and Terry can play the trumpet and they both lead the orchestra. And it's a big, big sound. And a lot of that is due to them. Well, you know, you've got that extra extra cool special of having, like you said, a hundred and how many? About 175 people 175 people involved. And I know that these uh, singers are just all professional level Mm -hmm. singers and they're top notch. And you add to that this wonderful idea of a, a Christmas production. I mean, if there's anything that should make a heart happy, it's this time of year. Yeah. The message of the birth the advent of Jesus and singing with songs like that, my goodness, it's just going to be amazing. And I really want to encourage people that might be on the fence about that Saturday, December the 3rd. If you can change a commitment, uh, try to do that because this is the kind of an event. And you got to understand, Mike, I've, I've had a I've had a storied career and I have been a part of some really, really special things. This is one of the biggest, mm. and this is one of the most exciting, and I wish everybody could see it. Well, it's like Broadway level right here and right in our backyard, and it, it's it, just it, wonderful. It really is, and I just, uh, I count it a privilege. I am so glad that I was asked a little over a year to go to be a, uh, to be a part of last year's, and um, this year it was just so easy slipping in with these people that we work together and it was like almost like a reunion for us oh mm-hmm. this is an annual thing there are some people in here who've been doing this for 30 years with oh yeah like bruce hughes now bruce is a part of the day i don't know what his role is but bruce uh he's been a part of uh, calvary and a part of the yeah. whole music scene around here in central florida for many many years talk about a talented guy he's a part of this then you've got bob pickett Bob My Pickett. friend Bob, yep. uh, who uh, Apollo was our church's first secretary mm. in 1985. And so Bob and Thurlow have been working together. Bob led Festival of Praise for many years. And uh, last year, just before uh, the event, uh, he came up and was on my program with me. And Oh, talk, talk about fun. He lives now in St. Louis, and he is a big Cardinal fan, as am I. Well, this past weekend, uh, the uh, Thurlow and Kathy and Bob just finished four performances, uh, one in Detroit, one, in, I think, in Flint, and two in Toledo. Oh, wow. They got home Monday exhausted. We had rehearsal last night. We're getting ready to do two this weekend. And the following weekend, they pack up and go to St. Louis, do it all over again That's twice. Right. Yeah. So Paul, uh, Bob's coming back down again for yeah. this year's, and uh-huh. we'll get to see him there and uh, I mentioned in segment one this great guitar player. Did you get a chance to meet Walter last year? I did not. Oh, but did you get to hear him? I did. Oh, isn't he something? He's amazing. Yeah, he's just a great guitar player, humble man, and loves Jesus with all of his heart. Mm. And this guy is just super. He's going to be playing music just kind of in the lobby. Yeah. And that's... You think about how many special feats, uh, features are, are at this event. It's really almost uh, overwhelming. Yeah. It's uh, Thurlow, 
uh, has put together the typical Thurlow Spur show. I remember as a teenager watching the movie Face the Music with Thurlow Spur. That mm. was the very first big production uh, in film that uh, he was a part of. And I watched that as a teenager in youth, uh, in youth meeting at 6 o'clock one, one Sunday night. Well, I'm looking forward to having Thurlow back in the studio next week, and he should be back up here with us. And oh, it's he was here in July, and he kind of walked us through, and it was it was so much fun, man. It was just great. Tim Kaufman is my guest today. Tim is part of the cast and one of the featured singers at Christmas Is, which is coming up. It's going to be the holiday event of the season. You can't miss it. Calvary, Orlando, December third. There are performances at 1 and at 5, and go to christmasis.us. Christmas is us, as Thurlow said, Mm -hmm. and that's how you do it. I'll be back with Tim, and we're going to hear Tim sing a song coming up in just a moment. Don't go away. This is Afternoons with Mike. Turning 65 or already on Medicare? Have you tried to compare Medicare supplement plans? Are you sick and tired of the awful TV commercials where washed-up football players confuse you even more? Speak with a licensed independent insurance agent today. Call 407-965-4166 now. Or visit Affordable One Insurance in Winter Park, Florida and discuss what is important for you. Be sure to ask us about dedicated senior medical centers. Tim Kaufman is with me here in the studio. Tim is part of the Christmas Is. Tim is also a, uh, a part of uh, a new endeavor for him that will begin in December. We're going to talk about that in a moment. So that's right around the corner for Tim. He's going to be a worship leader again, and we'll chat about that. But Tim, it's so nice to have had you up here. And in this segment, we want to finish talking about this big production that's coming. I I don't think I overstated it when I said that of all the things that go on in churches at Christmas time, and there's a lot that goes on. There are church cantatas mm-hmm. and special uh, productions. Uh, th- this one has got to be one of the biggest. And um, the, I guess the pizzazz factor is here for this one because you've got everything from Broadway type staging, Broadway type music, actors, uh, dancers, choreography, aerialists. Uh, uh, that's right. Yep. I remember Thurlow said that you've got like uh, almost one of, what is that uh, organization down south? Uh, what is that called? The um, where they they come up in these wonderful aerial acts with. Uh, hanging a uh, tool type stuff. I, I know what you're talking about. What I is can't that? Pull, I, pay, I can't yeah. pull the name either, uh, but yes, we've Cirque got them. Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, Cirque du Soleil. We've yeah. got them. You've got that kind of thing going on too. Yeah. Oh my goodness. How I thought about that in that moment is a minor miracle of itself in this. Because <laughs> I've not used that term and I don't know when, but that kind of amazing aerial, it's like aerial ballet. Yeah. That's really what it's yeah, like. Yeah, it is. And, and it is so special. Have you seen any of that in your rehearsals yet? No, no. We've just been our small team of primary singers. Mm-hmm. We have a um, uh, we have an ensemble uh, of about uh, seven of us singers, and then there is the choir that are all the cast members. Many of them coming in from Detroit and St. Louis. Right. Um, Again, we're talking about professional singers who are able to do that on a short rehearsal. You'll have a big dress rehearsal. We will have a Thursday night uh, tech rehearsal where we just run 
tech, make sure the mics, make sure the cues, make sure everything is technically right. Then Friday night, we do the dress rehearsal and we will be in costume. We will need to make sure uh, that we change from tuxes to period costumes. And then uh, we will run it as if it is the Saturday show. Wow. That is so cool. And that is enjoyable as well for the cast because that's one of those times to where if if a mistake happens, Mm -hmm. well, it hasn't been viewed by the audience, but it it, it can be worked on and then perfected. So it's a big deal to be part of one of those. And it's a fun thing. And I know there's got to be a little bit of a natural letdown after all of this when you've spent as much time as much uh, work and as many hours invested, and then it's all over with. There's almost like a ah kind of a thing that happens in in me when when something like that's over. Do you experience that? Yes, I do, and I think everybody else does to a point because you work so hard for months and months and months, and in the matter of a few hours, it's over. Yeah. Now uh, it, there's a spiritual thing in there too. A lot of people live their lives. Yeah. And their identities mm-hmm. are wrapped up in moments like that. And that's why there are so many people who are really just sad and broken. So I, I get the fact that it happens and that we feel it. But thankfully, we don't have to be identified by that. That doesn't have to be our our whole core. No. Uh, the great thing about being a believer in Jesus is that he takes you on to the next assignment. That's right. And you've got another one of these right around the corner for you, man. Yeah, I do. I'm pretty excited about now, it. Is, I, I, I promise we get to that in a moment, and we're going to. Uh, so we'll talk more about that in a moment. Right now, we've got a song ready that you're singing, and that uh, this will feature you in the entire production. And it is a Don Francisco song that I think most people know and love to this day. Uh, it goes all the way back to, yeah, 1976 or seven when Don released that. Uh, the song He's Alive. So I'm playing the part of Peter, and this is coming out of a short recitation by Mary, the mother of Jesus, as she recalls the crucifixion, the tears, the agony of seeing her son die, and then it transitions immediately into this song, and my regret as Peter uh, for having failed him, but then his renewal of me. I love it. So this is Tim Kaufman doing the vocals on an amazing song, He's Alive. Unfortunately, due to internet licensing restrictions, we're not able to play this song. Oh my goodness, that, as uh, they say, would break the glasses in the room right there with that last note, man. That was it. (laughs) Well, I haven't sung that note probably since that time in the studio. That's a high B flat, and for a lyric baritone, that's... uh, uh, that's a stretch. But. So you've got like a, what, a three octave range then? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, I can hear all of those warm tones. And man, you could do some operatic type stuff. You've probably done operatic type uh, stuff. I actually studied with an opera teacher who saved my career in 1986, seven and eight. I studied with her for three years. I was losing my top and uh, I uh, called a friend of mine at the University of Maryland Um and uh, he said, don't worry about it. Let me give you two names. Uh, I started studying with Phyllis Joyce. She would spend three weeks a month in D.C., and she would spend one week a month up in New York, and she coached uh, people at the Met. And then 
uh, I was able to secure her for $35 for 45 minutes <laughs> oh, wow. for three years. And wow. I recorded on cassette most of our sessions together. So you and have And I still that. have those. Yeah, you got him. You can go back to them. Yep. I still work out with them uh, uh, most days. Well, you've got the voice, my man. You sound wonderful on that. That was so beautiful. That's Tim Kaufman. If you just tuned in and wondered who it was singing that song, the old Don Francisco song, and it is part of uh, this production, Christmas Is, that is coming up on the 3rd of December at Calvary Orlando. Again, you can get tickets. You have to have them. It's christmasis.us, christmasis.us. Get them, get them, get them. Don't miss this production. Two shows at 1 and at 5. Tim, we've got just enough time. I want to uh, get to that thing that we promised. on uh, In the month of December, you start a new thing at Liberty Church. Tell us about that. Well, I was uh, contacted a couple of weeks ago uh, by Art Alley, our mutual friend, and you've interviewed him a number of times here on your show. And Art reached out and asked if I would uh, consider being uh, the worship leader for Liberty Church Orlando. Uh, and this will be the seventh church that I have, the eighth church that I have uh, been a part of since 2004 after I came off the road. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it, uh, to helping this um, church group um, rebuild. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, they were just a week or two away from Pastor Paul Blair moving here from uh, Oklahoma, and he uh, got throat cancer. Yes. And then COVID hit, and it just uh, torpedoed all oh, those yeah. plans. And so they send his um, videos here. Uh, they have a plan to co-pastor both churches with him residing in Orlando. That's still the plan. Uh, but their fellowship here has gotten down to about forty people on a Sunday, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna uh, be a part of the rebuild. Well, that's wonderful, and to have somebody like you to lead the worship, someone that not only has the technical understanding, and so many worship leaders they have the heart for it mm -hmm. and the love for it. Uh, you have both, and that's great to have that kind of a voice leading them. Uh, you know, that's just going to be a blessing to all those that are in that church. So thank you for serving the Lord the way you do, my man. Well, um, you know, he called uh, when I was 20 and I answered and it, uh, it's it been quite a ride. And uh, the longer I'm uh, in this, you know, I look at 1 Corinthians 3, 5, where Paul said that uh, each of us, Apollos, Peter, myself, Paul said, who are we? We are just servants fulfilling the uh, the appointment or the assignment, the NIV says, mm -hmm. the assignment that God has given to us. And I, right. I see this as an assignment, and what an honor. It is. It's a great honor to serve the Lord. Yeah. And thank you for doing that. And uh, Tim, thanks for being with me. We're out of time. Friends, thank you for joining us as well. We'll see you the next time right here on Afternoons with Mike.